Prayer Warriors 365, Day 25, Divine Spiritual Keys, Reaching the End of Self, or what some call Dying to Self. We're going to talk about surrender, going beyond the end of ourselves to an understanding that is not possible without this most powerful part of our journey. We have been talking the past couple of broadcasts about the end of the story that is in the Bible. That what we're experiencing these days, especially in these days, we can go to the end of the story in the Bible to see what we are called to do at this moment in time, each and every one of us, individually and collectively. So, in Revelations 12, 10 and 11, New King James Version, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And how have they been cast down? By us. We have overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, and we did not love our lives to the death. The past two episodes we talked about the blood of the Lamb, then we talked about the word of our testimony. This we're going to be talking about the very last part. They did not love their lives to the death. This particular part is the most magnificently profound key, yet it is the most mysterious to comprehend because it ventures beyond our scope of natural understanding into the divine heavenly realm itself, the kingdom of God. With this one key, everything else begins to come into intense clarity and focus because we are no longer bound by self but truly surrendered to the love of Jesus Christ. This is the very magnificence, glory of it. We are truly set free. Free from the limitations of this finite existence And finally, we recognize the truth, the whole truth. Before we get into this in depth, let's begin by discussing the six guidepost. And this is testing everything, especially in these days. Number one, the importance of discernment. Again, test everything in these days. Anything that I say, anything that you read, anything someone else shares with you, take it to the Lord. Take it to the Holy Spirit for discernment. Discernment is a gift of the Holy Spirit. It is a continual connection. And again, through the power of prayer. Or going before the Lord. Lord, give me the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. That's the idea. We're not called to go to any other source but Him. Remember, worship the source of the tools, not the tools. That's Christ. That's the Lord. Number two. Prayer is a dialogue with God. Prayer 
without ceasing is communion with God. Communion with God is trusting Him. This opens up the Bible and all of God's words, not only to our understanding, but to our personal walk through life. Prayer is important. Many do not realize the power of prayer. We need prayer, especially in these days. That connection, that dialogue, that communion, that learning, important. Number three, confirmation and revelation. For some believers in Christ, much of this that I'm going to share with you is confirmation. For others, it's revelation. For others, it's a little of both. But yet others, new to their walk, this may not make sense. It may seem to even defy common sense. It may even seem foolish. But remember, 1 Corinthians 2.14 The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. And he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. Spiritually discerned. Seeing them through the Lord's perspective. So what we do, especially as a new believer, we ask and we keep on asking. We seek and we keep on seeking. We knock and we keep on knocking. Matthew 7, 7. Number four surrender our own personal relationship is directly proportional to our surrender and if you think of surrender as obedience to God the more we obey the more we surrender the more we begin to see so we will only be able to see to the degree with which we trust him each day and that's every aspect of every part of every moment of your life. Number five, do not be befooled. Our opponent is a master of deception, the enemy. His best lie is one degree from the truth. So how do we know the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? We go directly to the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ, through the Holy Spirit. And number six, keep it simple, Saint. Just keep your focus on Christ. That's why it's called a good fight of faith in Jesus Christ. That's why we're getting so much resistance in these days and persecution in a number of different ways. Verbal persecution, physical persecution, spiritual persecution. Persecution in relationships, persecution in a number of different ways. It's like the more we're pressing in in our relationship with the Lord, the more we're finding resistance. So what we do is we keep our focus on Him. In 2 Corinthians 11.3 it says, But I fear lest somehow as a serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. God is not asking us to make sure that we understand everything, that we figure it all out, but rather that we trust Him no matter what. That's the key. So oftentimes you'll find yourself going into something or trying to understand something when you're thinking, this doesn't make sense, I don't want to go there. But God, deep down, through the power of the Holy Spirit, is telling you, keep moving forward, trust me, 
trust me, trust me. Listen to that voice. Trust him, and he will reveal, he will unfold all that you need to hear in due season. All right, let's begin by doing a recap of our last couple of broadcasts. The main point to remember out of all of this is that we rely on God's power, not our own. So to determine the keys, we turn to the Bible. And we started with the end of the story. God tells us. The idea is to come to that place of trusting Him. And Christ, our light, the Holy Spirit, shows us the way. We, in these days, need that light to be able to see the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So, he gives us all that we need. But in order for us to understand, we have to follow the way, the truth, and the life. In Revelations 12:10 and 11, New King James Version, again, we're going to read it. Then I heard in a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser, which is our enemy, of our brethren, our brothers and sisters, who accused them before our God night and day, has been cast down. He's telling us the end of the story. The enemy's lost. And they, meaning us, overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we did not love our lives to the death. So, we talked about first, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And the purpose for the blood of the Lamb is it opened the doors for that connection with God that could only be by the death and resurrection of His Son, the final atonement, paid in full. What this did is opened the doors. In Romans 3.25, in the Amplified Version, it says, Whom God has put forward before the eyes of all, for all of us to see, as a mercy seat, and a propitiation by his blood, the cleansing and life-giving sacrifice of atonement and reconciliation to be received, here's the key, through faith. This was to show God's righteousness, because in his divine forbearance he has passed over and ignored former sins without punishment. It was by the ultimate blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ, that the curtain to the Holy of Holies was torn from top to bottom, opening up our connection with God through Christ Jesus. That's why it was necessary. That surrender, that complete ultimate surrender of Jesus Christ to God for our sins, for the forgiveness of our sins. He entered into, once for all, into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. That's Hebrews 9.12. So it is with believers that we have the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, within the living temple of our bodies. We reach the inner chamber, in other words, our heart, 
to that place, that Holy of Holies, within where the Holy Spirit testifies with our spirit to all truth. When Christ died, was resurrected, and left us, the Comforter, the Counselor, the Guide, the Teacher, Him, in the form of the Holy Spirit, living and dwelling within us. John 16:13 When the spirit of truth comes he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears he will speak and he will declare to you the things that are to come he's telling us the whole story he is giving us the truth so it is through our hearts, this inner chamber, our spirit, which is eternal, that we connect, and that our minds are renewed beyond the limits of this world's understanding. It could never be through our own minds, our understanding, which we could possibly reach this communion with God. We are limited. We're limited by time. We're limited by understanding it's not possible that is why it is important to surrender to trust personal number two overcome by the word of our testimony that was the second thing that we discussed and we began by discussing the dynamics of the term word five spiritual meanings number one the word meaning God himself and we went through the Bible verses in each one of these so you got to understand the dynamics of even the term word number two the word verbally spoken spoken by God and also spoken by man Holy Spirit led all throughout the Bible number three the word as it refers to the written or the Holy Bible. And remember, the Holy Bible itself was the divine-inspired Word of God going into man, being understood and written by man, then received by us, that Word which is alive. Number four, the Word made flesh incarnate, which was Jesus Christ. The Word was God, and the Word was with God. The beginning was the Word, Jesus made flesh the word coming into the natural realm and then in the end by his word we overcome and then number five the word lived in the life of believers through the power of the Holy Spirit each one of us have the word indwelling within us as believers through the power of the Holy Spirit then we talked about our testimony Remember, Christian testimony, the evidence or proof of Jesus Christ in a believer's life. Testifying that word, that living word. We talked about a Christian testimony, spoken, and thinking of it as producing seeds. That Christian gives his testimony, an account of how he came to become a born-again believer to declare and to confirm to others that 
he is touched by the hand of God, that God's grace touched him, and those seeds of his word reaching out into the lives of others, planted in the hearts and the minds of those who hear, so that the Holy Spirit provides the water, the blooming of God's grace in these lives, that abundant life, continually testifying to the spirit of man. Living word. The Bible is full of testimony of changed lives that have provided seeds for mankind for centuries. And then the second thing we talked about, the Christian testimony, the fullness, the completeness of salvation, that personal walk that all of us are called to do. Because it's not just about talking the talk, but it's about walking the walk. That's where we overcome. We become Overcomers, breaking through the lies and the deception of this world's belief system, our flesh, our carnal nature, and the devil, to begin to see delivered from the deception in our own lives as well as what is going on in the world. In Ephesians 2 1 through 22, it says it very succinctly. Listen very carefully. And you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience, among whom we all once lived, in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. And number three, reaching the end of self, or what some call dying to self. It says, and they did not love their lives to the death. All right, of the three key topics, this is the most difficult to comprehend in the natural because it is totally upside down to our own nature of self-preservation in this world. In other words, to understand that we give our lives to the death this is not just referring to death physically but a complete surrender of everything that holds us bound to this world it is the end of self because it goes beyond what self can or will comprehend or do One way or another, we are all dying to self, or more aptly put, we're being transformed by the nature of our surroundings or understanding. In other words, we go through different stages in our life. We're born, and from the parents that we are born to, we learn. We grow based on our environment, based on our understanding, based on what we will or will not accept or understand. So we go through stages. So we're all, in essence, 
being transformed, learning through this life. This way of understanding could also be based on our culture, where we were born, how we were brought up, the religion that we were in, or our understanding of our parents, our culture, whatever that might be. So dying to self means to releasing all of that, all of what this world has taught us, to go beyond the physical to the spiritual, from the natural to the supernatural, to God's kingdom, to understanding what God would have us understand. So in the natural, it is not possible to get to the place of recognizing the full meaning of these words let alone accomplishing this kind of surrender. It takes a supernatural awareness from God through the power of the Holy Spirit to open this door of understanding as born-again new creations in God's kingdom. In this natural realm, running this race of life requires the building of endurance for the believer through a process called sanctification. The mystery of dying to self is through this process called sanctification. Sanctified in truth, in other words, shown the truth. In John seventeen seventeen, it says, Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. All right. In this aspect, word again, word meaning God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Bible, the Holy Spirit in man, the word is truth. In 1 Corinthians 1.30 it says, But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. And as believers in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit resides within us. The wisdom, the righteousness, the sanctification, and the redemption. The mystery of sanctification is that the perfect qualities of Jesus Christ are imparted to us as a gift. Not gradually, but instantly. Once we received by faith his sanctification... Christ in me. That's Colossians 1.27. The moment we believed, the transformation began from the inside out, from the old man into the new man. Colossians 1.27 and 3.10. From the old to the new, into the kingdom of God. Not in the natural, but in the supernatural, eternally. 2 Corinthians 5.17 It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. This transformation is the fullness of his salvation, which is a one-day-at-a-time journey we take as believers. Remember, remember that building one day at a time that understanding, that unfolding, that trusting in the Lord, getting to know Him as He reveals to us, gives us insight, gives us all that we need to know to see the truth. 
it is not possible for us to come to this place of imitating Christ, but rather surrendering to the love of Jesus Christ as his perfect qualities exhibit themselves in our human flesh. That is why it is about relationship with Jesus Christ. It is not possible by our own might. It is a transformation into that perfect love. That's the goal. In 1 John 4, 8, anyone that does not love does not know God because God is love. Being part of God's kingdom, then we can begin to really truly understand that old cliche, love conquers all, because it provides a whole new perspective and also the complete picture. God's perfect love fills that void that every man in this world is born with. God's perfect love, called agape love, unconditional, fills the void that every man is born with in this world. All of us are born with this need for love. It is our journey throughout this world filling that love one way or another. God is the only means for that void to be filled. Everything else will fall short. So the void, whether through the natural inheritance, in other words, being born with this void, or the voids that are created as a result of our circumstances that weren't being filled, in other words, we went after things in this world that we thought would fulfill that love, but didn't. God can fill it. We have a choice at any moment of any day, at any time, to stop and receive God's love through Christ. Be fulfilled in that love, unconditional, not only to be filled, but to be filled to overflowing. In other words, overflowing to where we truly love others. This is what Christ called the greatest of the commandments. It says in Matthew 22, 36 through 40 love the Lord with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind this is the first and greatest commandment and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself all of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments cannot do it on our own God does it for us and through us surrendering to him that's why he's the way that's why he is the truth the power of this state of existence is that no matter what circumstances that we may be encountering we have the ultimate decision the choice the authority of victory or defeat God has given us that by this connection, by that love, by the peace, by the grace, by the mercy that he gives us. Nothing can take this power away from us. Not man, not the gates of hell. Because it is a gift 
of our Creator from His Son, Jesus Christ. It was paid for in full on Calvary and will never be rescinded. The Mortal Dilemma Now, the dilemma that we have is the limited amount of time, because remember, we're living in a temporal world, limited amount of time in this race called life to come to this one complete truth. The reality is that no one else throughout all of history of mankind has paid the price but Christ Jesus. That is why he is the only way, the only truth, the only life. There is no other way to God except through him. No other way to this perfect love, which is God. That is the truth. All right, lastly, what I'd like to do is to share with you a prophecy, an exhortation of global upside-down revival that is going on in these days. You'll hear many people talking about waiting for a major revival. It's happening. It's going on in these end of days, the end of the end of days. And remember, the end, or end times, is bringing us to a place of understanding and knowing the truth, the whole truth, and that is Jesus Christ. From the perspective of God's kingdom, which again is upside down from our understanding on here on earth, the Holy Spirit is moving globally, creating waves of revival on a global scale, starting from the bottom up. Just like when Jesus walked in this world, he didn't start out as a leader, as a major Pharisee, or some political leader or someone with major amounts of money and power. He started as a son of a carpenter. And from there he moved with the common man. He moved with the fishermen. He moved with the prostitutes, the tax collectors, those that society kind of pushed away, those that the religious judged and kept away from. That's what's happening in our world today with the Holy Spirit. It is His Holy Spirit. And it's from the bottom up. Revival is happening. In 1 Corinthians 1, 27 and 28, it says, God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame things that are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God has chosen. And the things which are not to bring to nothing the things that are. Why is that so? Because it's God. It's not in man's understanding. It is God. So in the midst of this chaos that we're experiencing in these days, this overwhelming, intense, growing pressure in these days, the love of Jesus Christ, that relationship with Him, the power of the Holy Spirit, is becoming cross-platform. That's why it is imperative that we come to the understanding that it is not what we know, but who we know 
personally. And this is something nobody can do for you. This is individual. It is about relationship. Relationship cannot be debated, but human intellect can. Human intellect's finite. Relationship with God is infinite, eternal, forever. So through the power of the Holy Spirit, the love of Christ is bringing down the walls. His love is indeed conquering alls through His Holy Spirit that is in believers. He's talking to us. He's reaching out. He's showing us the way. He is cross-platform. He is crossing cultural barriers. He is crossing religious barriers. He is crossing ethnic barriers. He is crossing geopolitical barriers. He is crossing economic barriers. He's crossing intellectual barriers. He is crossing spiritual barriers. He is crossing hate barriers. And he is crossing fear barriers. That is why we are overcoming. We have the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, in us. This is something that is happening on a global scale. Not outwardly, but inwardly. Upside down, different from this world, going beyond self. This is full measure. This is more than even just a revival. It is the victory that is taking place in our world today. We are taking back everything. But it takes each person to stop, to make the choice, to surrender, to trust, to learn. So rejoice and count it all joy when you're experiencing these trials and tribulations. You may not understand, but you don't have to. That's dying to self. That's reaching into self. That's saying, Lord, I don't understand, but I don't have to. I trust you. To get to that place is complete freedom and victory. It's happening all over the world today.